Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ryan Cameron out of the Pim Baseball. I'm here with Texas League umpires Grant Conrad, Jose Matamoros, and Cody Oaks. We're going to be discussing, uh, you know, the the other perspective of baseball, what it's like to be a minor league uh, umpire and an umpire in general. So, um, Grant, you're the the home plate guy tonight, so I'll ask you first, uh, how long have you been with the Texas League? Uh, this will be my second Second year in Texas League. Okay. And uh, Jose? First year. First year. Cody? Third. Third. So, uh, a little bit of experience behind it. Um, the first question I think everyone wants to know, uh, because I actually uh, reached out to the fans and asked them to ask us some questions for you guys. And the first thing everyone wants to know is, how long are you guys on the road every year? Road life normally starts, uh, regular season begins about the uh, 5th of April every year and ends about the uh, 3rd or 4th of September. So basically it's five and a half months and, and before that we go to spring training for about two, two and a half weeks. So, um, you know, it's five and a half to six months. Wow. And does the same crew stay together uh, towards you three? Do you three stay together all year? Yeah. Uh, what they do is they break us down at the beginning of the year. They kind of go off in tiers. We have a, uh, I'm in my third year. I'm the crew chief. And then Grant's in his second year. And Jose's in his first year. So they, they divide it up. So they have a, a, you know, a crew chief, usually the most experienced guy in the league. And then uh, somebody who's returning and then a new guy. Sometimes it doesn't quite work that way, but they, they divvy us up that way with the league. Um, so we're together. It's us three. And that's, uh, that's the way it is for the whole season. Awesome. So, Jose, this is your first year. What have you noticed being an umpire in the Texas League so far this year? Um, it's different. This is my first year working with uh, a crew of three guys rather than just me and one other person. Um, so adapting to different personalities, get the, get the crew gelling, um, and just learning a, a new system for on the field, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. It's been a growing year for sure. Uh, and the travel is definitely the most travel I've ever had with the, with the Texas League. So. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, we had so many people asking us. That was literally the number one thing is how do you guys ever go home? I mean, it seems like, you know, you guys are constantly inside the Texas League going to Frisco, Springfield, Tulsa, everywhere. So, it, I mean, it's got to be hard. And off of what you were just talking about, that was kind of the next question I was going to ask you guys is, um, you know, with only having three umpires, now you said you you came from only two. Mm-hmm. Is it challenging only three compared to uh, Santa Majors where you have four? Um, you guys are constantly moving around, I've noticed. It, does it make your job any more difficult only having three, or is it something you guys adapt to pretty well? Um, they do a pretty good job. Like we'll, we'll go out to instructional league in the fall when, they're rest, when we're about to get into double A. A lot of guys have that benefit. Um, obviously, they can't send every umpire um, every year, but they do a really good job. And that gives us about 20, 25 days down there where we, get, we work three-man um, and start to learn the nuances. We have supervisors that come down there and help us uh, teach. We have classroom sessions for a few hours every single night. Um, that gets us at least a base for the three-man stuff, and that kind of goes back to why when they divide up the crews, they don't just throw three, three new guys in the three-man system. They're not going to be able to learn. Um, you know, me being my third year, I've got the three-man system down pretty well. And that way I can help, you know, the two-man and the three-man if they need it based on, uh, you know, their experience and their abilities. And it, uh, that's why they do that. It works out pretty well. By this point in the year, we got a pretty good grasp on the three-man system. It's really not that difficult um, to the point where we can't figure it out. There's a reason why we all made it to double-A 
well, I got a good basis of uh, groundwork, and it's just another, you know, another stepping stone for us. Yep. And uh, Grant, working in such a tight knit because there's only eight teams in the Texas League, so you get to know everyone pretty well. You know, uh, you make a bad call one night. I mean, is it is it a disadvantage or an advantage working in such a small, I guess, league in Double A? Yeah. For me, I think it's a, I think it's an advantage because as an umpire, um, the way you handle situations within a league that might have 12 to 15 teams may be a little bit different than you handle a league like the Texas League with just eight teams. You know, um, you really have to uh, you really have to find different ways to be able to defuse situations, be able to find way different ways in a small league like this to handle yourself and handle other people because. The reality of it is, is that something bad might happen one night. You might have a situation. Yeah, you might go a series or two without them, but then the next series after that, you're going to have them again. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, situations are situations, no matter what league you're in. But you, you definitely have to be cognizant about uh, the, you know, the the amount of teams that, that you're dealing with here. It's very small, so it's helped me out a lot. Yeah, you know, just uh, with thinking outside of the box and being able to to create different different ways and avenues to handle certain things within a small league like this. Yeah, so yeah, my main question for you guys is kind of in this newer generation of baseball players, have you guys kind of noticed a difference in the players coming up? Uh, have you guys noticed any more respect, less respect, or anything like that? Because, you know, now, granted, players and umpires have always gotten into it throughout baseball, and that's just part of baseball. But with this kind of transition into baseball where everyone gets a trophy and everyone's tra- treated a little specially, uh, you know, do players act differently now than they used to? I mean, I guess this would be a question for you once yeah, you've been here for, for a few for years. For me, you know, I really don't I, – I, I can't say, for example, I wasn't on the field 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is my seventh season in the minor leagues. Um, every year I've been – since I started in my first year in the Pioneer League all the way through, I've always had the Royals organization. Oh. I've had a lot of these kids for all seven years I've been in the game. And, you know, I can't tell you what it compared to what it used to be like. Um, this generation, I, I can't really say how much different it is. Obviously, you see other old school videos of, you know, a lot of cussing and that kind of stuff mm. that happens. You know, ma- the majority of our situations and interactions with players or would be pretty PG and pretty boring for a lot of people. They really would. They, you know, uh, mm-hmm. even which is good for you guys, though, right? I mean, yeah, you guys it, don't it want is, the R rated stuff. I, w- I would say for sure, there's a lot of you know, especially the Double A level guys have been here. A lot of these players have been in the game for a few years. They know what we do and some of the sacrifices we we make. So there's a, there's a level of respect there. I think from pretty much everybody. I can't, you know, and. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of the way it is. Like you know, we're getting into the travel. We came from San Antonio, Texas, mm-hmm. up here to Springfield. It was like, and you know, we got here about ten, ten and a half hour drive. But we had a night game the night before in San Antonio. Next night we got to be in Springfield, you know. But uh, they, the teams know we do that kind of stuff too. They know we're not just local guys that they just bring in. You know? mm-hmm. Like if you pulled half the fans out there, they probably think we're all from the Springfield area. Yes. And that's yep. you know, you know, and that's uh. It's just not the case, you know. Uh, I'm from Iowa. Grant's from he lives. Uh, he's from Louisiana, and uh, Jose's from Wisconsin. So we're all from a long ways away from here. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. And, and, I was. I'm sorry. I'm here for. Do you need anything? We're good. 
Jose, I want to ask you, uh, being in your first year uh, here in AA, do you have a favorite spot on the field you like behind the play, down in the field? Um, I've always enjoyed being behind the plate because I feel like you have the most control behind there because you're, you're, you're the most involved, I should say, because mm-hmm. you're every pitch, it's, you're making a decision where sometimes, you know, on the bases, a pitch goes in and it's a ball or a strike and you don't have to do anything. So um, I feel like when I'm behind the plate, uh, I, I just I just like I like being involved in, in everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, being in the three-man system, third base isn't the most fun because you do a lot of running at third base. I've noticed that. <laughs> I have noticed that. <laughs> uh, Grant, do you have a favorite position in, in which you – what would you say is the most challenging with a three-man crew? Is it third base, would you say? Most challenging? I think you got you got to think on your feet um, a lot as the, as, the, as the third base umpire. There's a lot of things that are predicated uh, on the first base umpire that you have to read. Um, as a third base umpire, you know you're kind of you're kind of keying off of your first base guy's uh, movements and his actions. Uh, so I would say that the most challenging uh, position, would, would, in my opinion, would be third base. Uh, I think the I think home plate's probably the easiest, but um, and know. the most scrutinized. So I mean, it's kind of funny how that works out. Uh, Cody, uh, what in your opinion is the most difficult thing about being a minor league? Umpire, what what differs, really? I, I mean, like you said before the interview, we're not allowed to talk about certain things. But what would you say is the most difficult thing about being an umpire? Uh, as far as being a minor league umpire, the most difficult thing is being away from uh, your family. I got a wife and a kid, and uh, they came down. They were only able to Missouri because it's only about a six hour drive this weekend. They're only come here for one day. Um, oh wow! You know, so I might not see my you know see him again for about another month by the time I come back up north. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most challenging part of the job, like of being a minor league umpire. Um, you know, I had like 18 people came here yesterday because we found out I was ha- what happened to our kid, and we had our gender reveal thing. Whatever. Oh, really? Well, yeah, congratulations! Out, yeah, we were having a boy, and uh, it's a pretty exciting moment and stuff like that. But you know, then everybody goes home because you know they have regular jobs where they got to mm-hmm. work on Mondays, and uh, that's the most difficult part of the actual job. I think almost every umpire would agree. You know, spending 180 days a year in hotels is, you know, it's not easy. Every four days going to a new city. Um, the Texas League has a lot of great cities. I think they're in a lot of great ballparks. A lot of great people makes it a little easier for you. Um, but it's still a challenge in that regard. Um, but the, as far as like on the field, probably the most difficult thing is being a, coming like from a drive from San Antonio and making that really long drive, getting in at nine o'clock in the morning, having to go to the the yard, you know, five or six hours later, um, on no sleep, if any at all. And uh, that's probably the hardest part is to be able to do that, go out there the next night and still work as hard as you would if you had, you know, a full nine, ten hours sleep and being focused and not losing that focus because the second we lose focus on the field, something bad could happen. Um, you never know where the ball is going to go in baseball. You know, like football, mm-hmm. you know, Unless there's a turnover, you know, generally you know the ball's going to go this direction. Everything's going to go this way. You know where plays are going to go. Baseball, that ball could end up in the left field corner, right field corner. It can end up right behind you. It could end up anywhere. So you got to be really focused and ready. That's, the, that's probably the toughest part of the job is on those travel days, being focused, ready, and um, just working as hard as you can, even though it, your body might not want to, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, including myself, don't know. 
how is it that you guys advance up to the next level, say AAA? How, is it based on a, a certain system that they have? Uh, how does that work? We have a we have a ranking system that our our supervisors put out. Um, they, there's 45 umpires in AA, and we have a ranking system that um, that our umpire development ranks. And uh, as a spot is needed in AAA, that next person who's number one right now in AA gets that spot. Um, they used to kind of back in the day used to just kind of take guys that were closer, whoever you know they needed somebody in. You know, Fresno, they take somebody who's working in the California League, you know, but that's not the way they do it anymore. They have a ranking system for us. They've done that for a while now. Um, it, so you know if you're the next guy to go, if you're close to being promoted. And it's, uh, um, you know, unfortunately this time of year, most of the promotions come down to, you know, people getting hurt mm -hmm. out for the remainder of the year, somebody giving it up, quitting. You know, sometimes that might be a friend of yours, you know, but, um, especially because, you know, if you're in it this long, seven years, you know, I've... I, I know some people I've been came in, went to umpire school with originally, and you know, you make pretty good friends with people, especially because we're the only ones up really late at night to call each other, talk about stuff, and nobody else knows what we go through on a day to day basis than other umpires. So it really creates this, um, you know, brotherhood as far as um, friendships that'll last you lifetimes because nobody else really knows what you go through. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what is it if you could? let people know what what is it that you want maybe people to know that people don't know about you know baseball umpires i mean with the criticism and everything that's baseball fans um you know but what is it that people need to know obviously the travel as we've discussed is so grueling being away from your families uh, i mean what is it that you want people to know i, I for me personally i tell you it's uh i mean i, I guess i i don't not necessarily what I want people to know, but but what I but what I what, what the reality is is that you know I got a, I got a wife and two kids. I, I I'm loved by people. You know mm, my yeah. kids love me. I play go to the park with my kids. I'm a regular dude. Mm -hmm. I got I, I got I got great friends from college. You know I mean like I'm a regular human being, mm -hmm. just like you, just like the shortstop, just like the center fielder. I'm a regular person. Uh, you know that we don't I don't. We don't just come out of a hole and, and, and umpire the game and go right back in our hole and go down to the ground. You know, like we uh, we're regular dudes, man. Mm -hmm. just, there's nothing different. Absolutely. Now, Jose, I'm gonna finish off with you, the new guy. <laughs> uh, you are in your first year, as we discussed. Um, so, what is something that you would? think that you have to work on over the next few years to make it up to the next level because some people might think oh there's not much to going into umpiring you know to make it to the next level you're just eventually going to get there you're not going to get there that's not really the case so what would you say you need to work on most over the next couple of years um i wouldn't say there's anything specific that i need to work on it's more of just continuing to be a student of the game just you know there's a lot of with on the on the player side there's a lot of data you know, guys are going in, looking at pitches, looking how they swing. Um, you know, pitchers are looking at release point mechanics. Umpires are the same thing. We go in and we watch video of ourselves. We watch our mechanics. We watch our mannerisms to all the way down to how we stand uh, in between pitches, uh, in between innings, um, our mechanics for outs and saves, strikes, balls, all that stuff. Um, we study the rules constantly. We have, we have monthly tests and things like that. 
Um, so it's not we we just don't show up, work three hours, and, and go home. It's not that's not how it is. Mm. We're constantly in the rule book, constantly um, monitoring uh, our movements and, and actions on the field. And I think just just continuing to be a student of the game, like I said, continuing to monitor all the things that um, that have been taught and trying to perfect it, and just just getting better every time we get on the field. And uh, I feel like doing those things will lead to uh, the success that. All three of us have had to get to double A and, and to potentially get to triple A and get a shot at the big leagues. So Absolutely. Well, uh, Grant, Jose, and Cody, I want to thank you guys all for taking the time, uh, you know, uh, to sit here and do this. First of all, I know you guys got a game here in about, what, 20, 30 minutes. So I'll let you guys get to it. But thank you guys for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you're good. Hi right, guys, I'm here with Scott Hennessy, manager of the Tulsa Drillers. Uh, you got another win tonight. That's got to feel good. Yeah, it always feels good to get a win. Uh, haven't won two in a row in a while, and uh, guys have been grinding, working hard, and uh, definitely feels good to get two in a row, especially on the road. Absolutely. Uh, now, last year, as everyone knows, you guys made it to the championship series against Midland and came so close, uh, you know, to winning a championship. Uh, did that kind of roll over into this year? Um, you know, it's it's always a new year. Um, uh, anytime you start, but yeah, I mean, we, I think the goal here is to win one more game than we did last year, and mm -hmm. that's uh, any any team's goal is to win a championship. But development comes first, and that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So you were a scout for many years yeah. with the Dodgers. Uh -huh. Whenever you're in the dugout, you still tend to lean towards your scout self and, and towards yeah. other players. Yeah, yeah. You kind of see when guys are losing their delivery or. The other guys are losing their stuff on the, on the other side and try, try to match match you guys up sometimes. But I think once you, once you scout or been on the field, yeah, your, your instinct's always going to come back to you. Okay. Yeah, um, you guys are off to a little bit of a rocky start this year. Um, you took over midseason last year, went 27-13, ended up making it to the championship. What kind of transition was that for you midseason? Um, um, to be honest, I mean, I've, I've coached so much and been on the field so much. And I think once you're coach or you instruct or you're on the field, that that that's in your blood. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it was easy to do what we did, and no disrespect to anybody, but I think it was a smooth transition. I just came in with myself, with the guys, and they responded to it. You coached uh, high school baseball yeah, in Florida, I college right? baseball, I've coached independent baseball, coached high school baseball. So yeah, wow. I've been on the field a lot. That's awesome. Uh, do you think this team? This current team has the potential um, to make it back to another championship. I mean, you guys have so much talent on this team. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, according to MLB.com, um, you know, you guys have five top 100 prospects on this double yeah. A team yeah. alone. So yeah. the potential is kind of the yeah, ceiling, right? That's the goal. That's the goal. But, you know, we're trying to develop. And uh, I, th I think we're starting to gel as a team. And I think wins are going to come. But, but, you know, um, more importantly, let's just get them better. And, and it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. so let's just get them better. And then, we do that for them. And that's kind of the unique situation of being a double A manager, right? Is you're trying to get these kids better, but you're also trying to win, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah like, you know, like Santana's up there. Uh, Ferguson went up. Um, mm -hmm. Spores, we had him early. He went to AAA. Garlic, we had here, went to AAA. Scabuzo. So we think we're getting better, and that's our job to get. We don't want him here all year. Mm. Our job is to get him out of here, and, and I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was with. Uh, 
Mr. Snocky up with the Columbus Clippers. He's the AAA manager and uh, – or general manager, I apologize. And he was telling me he was begging Cleveland to leave some players down there so they could finally win a championship this year. Yeah. <laughs> <You> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see where you say that. I'd like to say it too, but it is our job to get him out here. But, you know, we're all competitive uh-huh. and we want to win, so – Hey, yeah, you yeah. know they're hosting the the AAA All Star Game and the Championship Series this year. So he's begging Francona and them, hey, uh, you know, leave us some guys down here so we can win a championship. Yeah, but yeah. I just wondered if that kind of played hand in hand. Well, Scott, thank you so much for taking yeah, the time to talk to us. Thank, you, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you very much.